Happy Book Club Monday, dearlings. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Scones and Tomes Book Club. I'm so excited to be chatting about Gilded by Marissa Meyer with you today. This book has been on my TBR list ever since it was hinted at during the Supernova signing at Tatter Cover in Denver back in 2019. So go grab a snack and whatever your cup of cozy is at the moment, and let's jump right into this month's discussion of Gilded. Gilded is marketed as a young adult retelling of Rumpelstiltskin, but Marissa Meyer has a gift for taking well-known tales and turning them into a completely new adventure. In this book, we join Sarada, a poor Miller's daughter who has been blessed, or cursed, depending on who you ask, by the god of stories, a being who also happens to be the god of lies. As she goes about her daily life as a teacher's assistant and contemplating her impending spinsterhood. Every full moon, her homeland is terrorized by the Wild Hunt, a ghostly rampage led by the Earl King, who is known for luring adults and children alike from their beds, never to be seen again. In her effort to help two mythical creatures escape the Earl King's grasp, Sarada is caught by the King of Horrors himself and somehow manages to escape her fate by spinning a tale too good to be true. All is well until the next full moon when the Earl King summons her to call her bluff. In her desperation, Sarada accidentally summons Guild, a mysterious character who happens to be able to do the very thing she's tasked to do. This sets off a series of events leading her into investigating the castle and the horrors it contains. Now, real quick, before we get too far into this, let's have a quick chat with the sponsor of this episode, Anchor. I would love to give those who have not picked up this title just yet a heads up that though this book is marketed as young adult, I did end up giving this an R rating for gore, thematic violence, child death, suggested forced abortion, and one non-descriptive sex scene between two consenting adults. Kind of. So if you're not into those things, I would probably skip this title. But let's jump into our discussion questions. What was your overall experience reading Gilded by Marissa Meyer, and how did you end up reading it? As an avid fairy tale reader myself, I had so much fun reading this book. Not only was this a retelling of Rumpelstiltskin, but really just a retelling of a number of German folk tales, all brought into one world. I haven't really heard of any Rumpelstiltskin retellings other than Spinning Silver by Naomi Novik, so having this one come along in such a fresh way just made me so happy. Like many of Marissa Meyer's novels, Gilded is laden with sensory details and extremely descriptive writing, which makes the prose just so rich and vibrant. I found that it was impossible to not get sucked into it, even though the horrors described in the book stood in such stark contrast to the beauty of the setting and the writing. The dialogue in this book was snarky, and I found myself cracking up all throughout the night while I was reading this. Gilded ended up earning a 7.71 rating on my Cowpile scale, which equals a solid 4 out of 5 stars. Dear Sterlings, this is your official warning that the rest of this podcast is dark and full of spoilers. If you have not read this month's pick and would prefer not to get spoiled for events that happen in the novel, please take this as your permission slip to turn the episode off and come back after you've finished. Gilded is a retelling of Rumpelstiltskin, but it also introduces a world of other German mythological creatures and tales 
such as the Earl King and Noctrops, for example. Did you happen to know anything about the German fairy tale creatures before reading this novel? And what did you think of their inclusion and how they were portrayed? I honestly came into this novel completely blind to most of the German folk tales and creatures that were referenced. While I know some of the lore behind Rumpelstiltskin, thanks to ABC's Once Upon a Time, I have never actually done a deep dive into his story. Mostly because he terrified me as a child. Like, who takes someone's firstborn child as payment? On the other hand, who offers their firstborn child as payment? But this book inspired me to be a true Ravenclaw and go down a little bit of a rabbit hole in, of research. In the original tale collected by the Brothers Grimm, an act of hubris causes a miller to proclaim to the king that his daughter can spin straw into gold, leading the king to lock her in a tower and demand her to spin straw into gold or he'll cut off her head. When the miller's daughter has given up all hope, Rumpelstiltskin appears and makes a deal with her to spin the straw into gold in exchange for her necklace. The next night, he does it in exchange for her ring, and then the, on the third night, the king has filled the entire room with straw and says that if she can turn it all to gold, he will marry her. If not, she will suffer a much less desirable fate. Rumpel appears again and spins the straw into gold in exchange for her firstborn child. Of course, when her child is inborn, the miller's daughter is desperate to get out of her deal with Rumpel and keep her baby. Eventually, Rumpel Stilskin says that she can keep her child if she can guess his name within three days. By a stroke of luck, she comes across him singing a song that contains his name, thus being able to use it to escape their deal at the last possible second. As for the Earl King, it looks like he first appears in a poem from the German Romanticism movement and takes some origins from a Danish word that means King of the Elves, and usually refers to an imp that steals away children who stay in the woods for too long. Other creatures, such as the Noctrops and the Moss Maidens, also all stem from Germanic folklore, I really love this aspect of Gilded. The Lunar Chronicles, uh, which is Marissa Meyer's other series, drew from the classic fairy tale stories as well, but spun more towards making them fit into the cyberpunk world of New Beijing and Luna versus making the world build around the old stories. At times, the fairy tale inclusions or mentions seem really heavy handed. But in this world where the lines between humanity and the other world are blurred so thoroughly, it made a lot of sense. I also really appreciated that Marissa Meyer kept her selection of fairy tale creatures to those found in Germanic folklore. Too often in retellings or fairy stories, especially, I've noticed authors try to cram as many types of fairies into their world regardless of origins. But the selectiveness of the story really kept everything contained and lent itself well to the natural world building of the story. I thought they were portrayed quite well based on my limited knowledge and really came to life against the legends. The novel begins saying that there are two sides to every story, the hero and the villain, the dark and the light, the blessing and the curse. Where do you see this dynamic playing out throughout the novel? And were there any moments where the dynamic played out differently than you expected? There were so many moments in this novel that made this line so true. But I think one of my favorites was the scene with the school teacher. I'm blanking on her name at the moment. But in the beginning of the novel, Sarah claims that she is a witch and horrible to her. But near the end, we learn that while she is actually a witch, she is at least a very neutral one who works with the Moss Maidens and is willing to help Sarah to escape the Earl King. 
Sarada's gift of storytelling is obviously a blessing and a curse since she is able to weave incredible tales, but is sometimes incapable of telling the truth when the situation calls for it. We see her spin stories for the enjoyment of the children, to keep her father from worrying, to escape the Earl King when he catches her outside on a moonlit night, but we also see what happens when those stories get out of hand. Her father worries even more, the Earl King comes to call her bluff, the story she tells of the past turn out to be true. I was really taken by surprise that Sarada is able to start uncovering the mysteries of the castle by telling stories. It's an entirely unique concept, and I am 100% here for it. Gilded is a very unique book in its entirety, but it also plays a lot on the ideas of fairy tales, some of which get called out by the listeners of Sarah's stories. And one of the tropes that it plays on specifically is the idea of an unreliable narrator. Sarada is known for telling stories and being untruthful. Yet, as of the end of Gilded, we see that her stories have an element of truth to them. What did you think of this approach and where do you hope it will go in the next book? Sarada is such an interesting take on the unreliable narrator trope. She is simultaneously entertaining and exasperating to me as a reader. Like her young listeners, I often found myself entranced by her stories while also struggling to bridge the gap between reality and fiction. It honestly just kept reminding me of the line in Brave that Eleanor is trying so hard to like beat into Merida's head. Legends are lessons and they ring with truth. And this vibe just throws throughout the novel, making it essentially an ode to story. Okay, at the time of recording this episode, the cover for the next book in the series was just revealed. And oh my gosh, you guys, it is so moody and fantastic. And I am absolutely obsessed with it. The It really just captures the nature of the novels. And I am so in love. The next book, Cursed, is slated to be the final book in the series, and I am already feeling the dread of a final book. If you don't know by now, I love Marissa Meyer's world, and I really hate when her series ends. I am hoping that there's a happily ever after in this world, but I know the way that Myers writes, there will definitely be some twists and turns before we get there. This next segment is my second favorite segment of the show, and this is where I get to recommend some books to you. If you enjoyed reading Gilded, I want to recommend reading Marissa Meyer's other series, The Lunar Chronicles. I would start with the novella or short novel, Fairest. There is an official reading order to the series from the novella to the short stories in the bind-up, but personally, I don't follow it. I tend to go chronologically of events in the series. So start with Fairest. I love this series and after many, 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 many years, I have finally finished the main series and I am still absolutely obsessed. This is a sci-fi fantasy series that follows our main character, Cinder, who is a cyborg mechanic in the cyberpunk world of New Beijing after the Fourth World War. This world is torn between old customs, new tech, and a plague that has already claimed her adopted father, as well as millions of others. During the first official book, Cinder, we find out that she's not who she seems and sets out on an international and interplanetary adventure, following her and her friends on a quest to save the world. If you liked Gilded for the absolute brutality of the story and the beauty of the writing style, let me recommend An Enchantment of Ravens by Margaret Rogerson. In the world of whimsy, the fae cannot create with their own hands. 
Instead, they use glamours and the crafts of humans. Isabel is one such human who can create amazing paintings that the fair folk play, pay handsomely for. One day, she receives her first royal commission, but screws up when she paints human sorrow in his eyes, a mistake that could cost him his throne and her her life. Isabel is then transported to Rook's kingdom, where we navigate the fairy world alongside her in a lush world where beauty, mass corruption, and the cost of survival is more frightening than death itself. Okay, my dear friends, this is wrapping up our first ever episode of the Scones and Tums book club. I hope you've enjoyed it so far, and I cannot wait to chat about more books with you in the coming months, which leads me to our last segment and probably my favorite. What are we reading next? During the month of April, we are picking up The Silence of the Girls by Pat Parker. This is the first book in the Women of Troy series, and we get to explore the the war between the Trojans and the Greeks from the eyes of Briseis, a queen of one of Troy's neighboring kingdoms until her city is sacked by Achilles and is brought to join the rest of the conquered women serving the Greek army. I picked this 2018 release for a couple of reasons. One, it's been on my TBR since it came out. The colors of the new paperback feel very end of winter, beginning of spring to me, and the second book just came out last August. Another reason is because I read Lore Olympus Volume 1 at the end of December, and it spawned a whole new rabbit hole into Greek mythology and the study of classical literature. I will say there are quite a few content warnings with this one, such as slavery, death, rape, murder, war, and more. I haven't read the book just yet, so I personally can't attest to what is depicted on page versus mentioned versus alluded to. So please read with care if you are a sensitive reader, do your research, and if you need to please if you need to, please skip this episode and we will chat soon. If you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and review wherever you get your podcasts. If you want more content from me, head on over to patreon.com slash the librarian Anna where I post about books, cozy living, and everything in between. Till next time, stay cozy. P.S. This segment is not sponsored, but I did want to pop in really quick and recommend a app called Good Pods to you guys. I love listening to podcasts. Spotify is great. Apple Podcasts are great, but I really wanted something that was a bit more of a kind of community Goodreads style way of listening to my podcast. And y'all, Gilded, not Gilded, (laughs) Good Pods is it. I have been using it for about a month and a half. My friend Lisa Marie shared it with me a couple a month or so ago, and it is literally amazing. So you make your account, you can follow all your podcasts, pretty much anything that is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I think a couple others are on there. And you can literally like have a kind of like Goodreads where you, you, know, you start listening to an episode, it automatically adds it to your feed. You can rate and review each episode individually. You can rate and review the show. And you can like comment on them. You can share them to groups. And it is absolutely amazing. I'm really enjoying it. And you can find me on there over at the Librarian Anna. 
uh, you can also listen to the Scones and Tomes podcast on there. And yeah, I just really wanted to share that with you guys because it is saving my life right now. Bye, guys.